All right, live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Welcome to the show on a Thursday night. Dish Network Channel 219, Pluto TV Channel 470. You can also catch us on Samsung TV Plus Channel 1029, along with all of the socials. We'll get to the Getter Chat in just a minute. Let me just run through. Of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I guess it's known as X now. You can find the show on Rumble. Go to the uh, livefromstudio6b.com website for all things show-related. And, of course, like I mentioned, on Getter as well as Truth Social. Get into the Getter Chat. Go to Real AM Voice. Jump onto the live stream chat for the show, and you can uh, join a group of great people who are in there nightly. Um, discussing the show, discussing us, discussing what Slick Rick is wearing, uh, discussing uh, pretty much uh, recipes for food, whatever they're doing. Sometimes they don't even talk about us. We, they keep us on in the background so they can have discussions. But uh, welcome to the show. As you can tell, Big D is out for tonight. He will be back on Monday, though. He'll be out the next two nights. Uh, so we'll be taking you up through into the weekend. Of course, as always, Slick Rick is here with Sports. Slick, how are you? I'm doing great tonight, Rick. Remember what Earthworm Fire said, do you remember the 21st night of September? Oh, that's right. That's tonight. Look at you. I love it. Look at that. What's the name of the band? Earth Wind Earth, Earth, Earth Wind and Fire. Fire. Yes. I know it, brother. You know what? And, and what's crazy is that their their greatest hits comes on in my car every time uh, I pl- plug my phone in. It's the first thing that comes up. I forget the name of the band. David Zia is here. Big Z is in for Big D. David, how are you? What's up, fellas? Uh, everything's great, and uh, the country's in a death spiral. Other than that, doing pretty good. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, you know, the country's in a death spiral, but I'm doing great. Yeah. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and welcoming back to the the show friend of the show kevin downey jr uh comic radio host writer for, for pj media i mean you name it he does it plus he also stops by here once in a while and says hi pizza hi. delivery guy yes whatever it takes how you guys doing thanks for having me back <laughs> good man thank you for coming back and it's and, and i'm glad that you are here because there is something i want to get get to tonight with you in particular um that kind of is attached to comedy, the world of comedy and stuff like that. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Um, David Zia, real quick, you've got your show Saturday mornings. Uh, breaking point, what do, we, what do we have in store for the folks this Saturday? Well, it's uh, an action-packed show. I got an interview with Pastor Jack Hibbs from the Chino Calvary Church, Chino Hills in California. One-man army taking mm-hmm. on the school boards despite the California GOP's inaction. I got Christina Bob, one of Trump's attorneys. She wrote the book, Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of 2024 and what to expect in 20, uh, inside story of 2020 election and what to expect in 2024. Uh-huh. And then I got Vince Everett Ellison, who's just a hammer. Uh, he wrote the book, uh, Crime Inc., How Democrats Employ Mafia and Gangster Tactics to Gain and Hold Power. He's very outspoken in the black community, says we need to change. And I got the incredible Jovan Pulitzer, who's uh, oh, wow. a wealth. Okay. He wrote over 200 books. Yeah. He's uh, great on election fraud. Did the numbers. Studied 2 million votes personally. Uh, just an incredible uh, guy. And uh, we got a great show. Sounds like it, especially yeah. with uh, Pulitzer there. He's, uh, he's kind of a fireball. Yeah. So he's, he's going to bring a lot of energy as well as uh, numbers. The guy, the guy loves numbers. It's amazing. Yeah, explains the dumps and how it's a statistical impossibility that right. Biden got so much late yeah. night. Exactly. Yep. No All right. Very good. And uh, David's here. So we'll look forward to that. He's going to be covering some news for us throughout the day, or I should say the night. And then, of course, Kevin Downey Jr. Kevin, how have you been? 
Can't complain, sir. Can't complain. Thank you. Yeah, you got any uh, any shows that people can uh, come to see you at? I do. I have uh, Parks Casino on Thursday, October 19th. It's in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, which is just outside the war zone of Philadelphia. <laughs> but not so close that you'll be shocked. <laughs> All right, so you, you're sparing them the, uh, the bullets. <laughs> yes. Nice. Very good. Uh, also, any uh, social media where people can go and follow you and uh, you know, kind of get to know more about you if they're seeing you here tonight for the first time? Oh, sure. Thank you. Uh, on Twitter, go to uh, KDJ Radio Show. That's the one that hasn't been shadow banned yet. That's the best one. And <laughs> everything else is just uh, Kevin Downey Jr., except Instagram. Uh, I'm actual KDJ because someone beat me to Kevin Downey Jr., and uh, that's when I knew I had made it. When uh, someone took my name and I there said, all right, go. well, I'll go with something else. <laughs> all right. Very good. So, Kevin, welcome back Thank to the you. program. We'll, we'll jump into uh, into some topics tonight, which will cover some of the hearing the, uh, that we covered a little bit yesterday. I've got uh, also something on comedy that that, again, I, I mentioned that I want Kevin. I want to I want to hear your perspective right. on. Um, but before we go, before we jump into this, let me just, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta kind of, kind of repair some, I, I said the wrong thing last night <laughs> and it's not, it's not bad. And, and it came to me as I'm staring at the, uh, uh the great flag, uh, that was uh, sent to us yesterday from a viewer. Uh, if you go wide again, you can see the flag that's put in there. It's, uh, painted on the wood, 1776. Nice. And it was interesting. I was telling the guys yesterday, last night that it's it's interesting that we got that yesterday and it was 1776 because the night before after the show i got home it's 11 o'clock i pop on tv and i i thought i was watching the history channel i was not watching the history channel i was actually watching i came across fox business which had this which has this series of you know of historical things that they do kelsey grammar's the uh the host right everybody loves the kelsey grammar um and he was the, you know, he was the host and he's, he's uh, voicing it. But they were talking about how in 1775, you know, the Battle of Bunker Hill, everybody knows the Battle of Bunker Hill. What you don't realize is it wasn't actually fought on Bunker Hill. It was fought, <laughs> fought on Breed Hill, yep. the smaller hill right next to it. Regardless, uh, there was this one gentleman who I'd never heard of before. His name was, and I said his name was John Warren. It was actually Joseph Warren. If you want to look him up. He turns. It turns out he's one of the founding fathers. I never knew the guy. Not. I mean, not personally. I mean, I never. I knew. Never knew the name. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? You know, we all know the big names: the Washingtons, the Hamiltons, the Jeffersons, uh, the Franklins. But but this guy was. Uh, he was a. He was a huge, huge patriot. He was a doctor. I think I explained this last night. He was a doctor. Uh, he had patients that were both, you know, from from uh, from England that, that were part of the, uh, you know, the Queen's army. Uh, some of their generals came to see him because he was a renowned doctor in, in Boston. And, of course, uh, the Patriots, he took care of the guys on, on both sides of the fight here. But he also had a, a kind of an intricate little spy network that he had. And he actually died in that battle that's considered Bunker Hill, even though he could have taken a step back. Because I guess he got his major general commission from the uh, Second Continental Congress like a day or two before, or they were about to give it to him. And they said, you don't have to come here and fight. Um, you can step back with, with the other, with the other, you know, officers and just, you know, kind of observe. And he was like, no, he, he dove right. He died that day on the third wave from the British, but he was in there for the fight. And he said, you know what, this is, this is, this is worth, worth fighting for. And he was right there with, with everybody loading muskets, shooting the, shooting the red coats and all that stuff. 
You know, so. now that you've uh, outed him, they're going to cancel every statue in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, they're already getting rid of George Washington right. in New York yep. City. So, <laughs> if, you know, when they do that, they will effectively have uh, New York City will effectively have banned three of the four people on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, uh, Lincoln's next, and they'll find a reason. Right, they'll, they'll find fi- a reason to take him down. Right, just just because you know he was a Republican. Yeah, just, he really didn't really want to free the slaves. He just no. did it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was actually the the hundreds of thousands of of uh, men, uh, white men that died uh, trying to fight the the Dixiecrats down down in the South to release all the slaves. But no, 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 Lincoln, that guy, he he was a, he was a he was a he was a he was a, he was a, he was a shill. He was a carpetbagger. <laughs> <laughs> he was just playing a part. So I just wanted to correct that because I, I, I had the guy's name incorrectly, and it was actually Joseph Warren. So if you ever want to look him up, it's he's got a fascinating story, fascinating life. Um, I think he was also kind of uh, part of his spy network uh, included this General Gage who was, uh, you know, commanded the Redcoats. He was he was siphoning. He was siphoning information off his wife. Really? <laughs> yeah. I guess he was quite the schmoozer, yeah. as they say. Uh, they know all He's the quite, gossip. Right. They know oh, all the yeah. gossip. Yeah, he wasn't married. He was quite a, quite the ladies' man. He's a doctor, of course. Every every woman like, oh, doctor. I'm a doctor. Why, was he a gynecologist? <laughs> oh, come on. Does no. this hurt? He was Where's your husband's troops? <laughs> he was a physician. Yeah, show me on David's ear where they where the hurt you. All right. So well, I just, Bunker Hill was before the war, right? Right. That was in 1775, and that's where he, yeah. he that's where he met his end, unfortunately. So I just thought I'd I'd kind of correct what I said. I, I had the wrong network and I had I had the wrong first name, but uh, it was just an interesting person nonetheless. So. Yeah. Anyhow, um, speaking of canceling, you bring up a <laughs> you bring up the great story because that was one of the stories that I kind of picked for today. Is New York City right doing what they're doing, which is and they they're putting together and I love the way they do this. They you know what. Kevin, they're not really doing it right now. What they're doing is they're putting a commission together. Oh, a commission. Right. So they want to take your, your, your tax money, and they want to talk about what they want to cancel first. So they want to pay yep. themselves what they want to cancel first, and then in about a year or so, they'll start taking <laughs> it down and be like, ah, we reached a concession on this, uh, on this uh, commission, and uh, we decided, yeah, they're racist. Yeah. You know what? Never mind that uh, the city's being crushed with illegal immigrants. Let's talk about that statue. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to that's gonna fix things. 20,000 right. people have been assaulted so far in this uh, year. In just in New York? In the streets in New York. Wow. 20,000. And uh, I think 11,000 cars have been stolen, too. It's up 19% <laughs> this year. Oh, it's insanity. Wow. It's insanity, yeah. some of the stuff that's been going on. And, and it's crazy. The one good thing that comes out of this... Uh, this, you know, getting rid of the um, statue story is, believe it or not, where we live. Yeah. Out here on Long Island, uh, they're, they're saying, you know what? You don't want the statues? We'll take them. Yep. Believe it or not. Yeah, uh, Brookhaven, uh, second largest town in New York State. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, it says uh, it, uh, I saw this this morning and I was I was dumbfounded. Great. First, first, you know, the fact that they're looking to get rid of these iconic statues. But a town on Long Island says here would take any unwanted statues of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson or Christopher, Christopher Columbus amid a push by woke New York City's officials to have them removed from public display due to alleged ties with sl- slavery and the mistreatment so of Native Americans. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, town supervisor for Brookhaven, about 70 miles east of Manhattan in Suffolk County. That's where we are in Suffolk County. So town officials would cover the cost of dismantling and shipping them. Uh, according to town supervisor Ed Romaine, he told the New York Post, you know, I don't want to comment on whether that was right or wrong, but that's a decision of the city. But as I said, if you're going to do that, hey, we'll take the statues. So nice. I was just with Ed Romaine about two weeks ago. I had a great conversation. Yeah. He's a great man. He's running for Suffolk County executive, yes. hoping to restore our county back to sanity. He's a shoe in. So we're looking forward to it. And he is yes. a shoe in from your mouth to God's ears, David. Yeah. I want to see that happen. And, you know, Ed is just a great guy. And it doesn't surprise me that the town of Brookhaven would take this and champion it. And I love it because I live in the town of Brookhaven. So yeah. bring it on. Let's have it. Every corner, I'll take one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, my only question is where are you going to put them? At parks. They said they're going to put them in the put parks. Put them in parks? Yeah. They've yeah got, that's what he said. What is it, like 20 to 25 parks? Just in Brookhaven alone, they have a lot of parks. In yeah. fact, they're they're getting a park for me in Holbrook too. So we're working yeah, on that. Stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, the Slick Rick Park. Oh, yeah. I got a whole local <laughs> agenda. You don't even want to know about here on this show. How do they I, get the bronze that pink color to match the suit? Right, <laughs> exactly. That's hey, we'll gonna on that's gonna be a great fun park to go to. <laughs> Where do you Slick, see the statue they give me when I'm done with kidding? Exactly, <laughs> Slick Rick Park. You can go. <laughs> that's <laughs> a different park. Yeah. <laughs> water slides. You can imagine the rides. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're off and running on a Thursday night. Uh, yeah, we'll jump in. We'll do some sports. We got to do the odds makers, right? Yep, because the game's up. about to start, so yes. we'll do that first. Yes. Get your uh, get your picks in. Uh, we'll talk more with Kevin Downey Jr., uh, Big Z, David Zier, and of course Slick Rick. Stay there, live from Studio Six B, Real America's Voice. We will be back. his voice on a Thursday night. Like I mentioned, if you're just joining us, uh, Big D is out, as you can tell. Big David Zier is in. Big Z is in for him. Uh, he'll be covering some news. Kevin Downey Jr. returns to the show. Friend of the show is back for some more. Believe it or not, we didn't scare him away. He decided he could hang with us again. And of course, Slick Rick, let's throw it to you because uh, I guess we got a Thursday night game. we got to get the oddsmakers picks in. That's right. we got to get the oddsmakers fired up, Rick. Levi Stadium, Santa Clara, California. Kickoff in just about two and a half minutes. San Francisco 49 is hosting the New York Giants. Cue it up, Aaron. Let's go. Oh, look at that. Nice. All right. I'm going to give my pick, but before I do, I want to hear Aaron's pick. Aaron and I have been going head-to-head now for, this is week three, Aaron. We kick off, and uh, let's go tonight. Who do you got? Mon- well, not Monday. Thursday Night Football on Thursday. Prime Video. There you go. If you don't have Amazon <laughs> Prime, you're not watching the game, which is absolutely crazy, but that's that. Yeah, yeah absolutely horrendous. But I will kick off tonight's pick. I am going with the Giants. Spread is still 10.5 tonight, right? Yes, it is. Correct. Okay, so spread's 10.5. I think the Giants are going to be able to cover it on the road. They had a good... You know, they have a good chance of losing still, but I think the spread will play in my favor nonetheless. They had an epic comeback last week in the second half against the Cardinals. It was that they tied their biggest deficit comeback since the 1940s, which is impressive. Um, so I think they're going to have a good game. Daniel Jones is outstanding, and I think it's just going to be good for them. Ah, 
All right. Well, that's a good. I know pick. I liked her for a reason. Well, I got I got I got to push back on Daniel Jones outstanding. I don't know about that. I think the police guy directing traffic in and out of the stadium was more outstanding. Oh my god. But that's let's another relax. story. Let's, let's relax. But but I like I like the pick ten and a half, and I was going to shift my pick because I just found out Brandon Ayuk, who is the leading receiver for the 49ers, has been rele- relegated to inactive tonight, which yes. kind of counterbalances Saquon Barkley being out with that ankle injury. So uh, I was going to shift my pick, but no, I think the Niners are going to roll it. They're a great team. Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. It goes on. And on George Kittle, uh, they're, they're Debo Samuel. I just think they have too many weapons. I think they'll be too strong looking to make a statement at home to go 3 and 0, keep pace with my Cowboys. So uh, I'm going to take the uh, Niners and I'm going to lay the 10 and a half. I'm actually looking at a blowout, something like 33 to 10. So that's wow. my pick for tonight. I disagree completely. I know. (laughs) I know. You do a great job. But uh, I think the Niners are going to take it tonight. I like the gold rush tonight, Rick. All right. Very good. So there's your pick for Thursday night. Tomorrow night, of course, we'll do the uh, the picks for the rest of the weekend on Oddsmakers. So make sure you're uh, tuning in for that, especially if you're relying on Slick Rick for your picks. Hey, I'm not doing bad. I'm 6-3 the last two weeks. No, not doing bad. Not doing bad. 12-6. and That's not bad. 12 (laughs) out of 18. You'll take me to Vegas. (laughs) All right, very good. Well, well, let's uh, we'll pay attention to the, to the score of the game as yes. the night goes along, and we'll see. Posted. We'll have a winner, of, uh, I guess, uh, after the show is over. Right. Uh, in the meantime, Slick, let's uh, continue with sports. What else is going on in the world of sports? Well, let's go to a real Patriot sport. We're going to go to the rodeo. Rodeo back in action tonight. The Amarillo <laughs> Tri-State Fair and rodeo. Where else? Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo National Center. I think Amarillo is the spot. I'm only kidding. Uh, here we go. Uh, steer wrestling leader right now. We have Tristan Kalawaya, 3.4 seconds. We have team roping Cash Duty and Boogie Ray, 3.8 seconds. Tie down, Ryan Bello, 8.1 seconds. Bow racing, Presley Reed, 16.5 tenths. And steer roping right now. We got the second round, Trenton Johnson, 8.6. And uh, Chet Heron picking up the third round, 9.9 seconds. Total payout on this rodeo, $119,991. And well, here's a young lady that's back in action. Simone Biles reaches a record sixth world championship after thrilling win. This is Warner Todd Houston of Breitbart. U.S. Gymnastics star Simone Biles is back at the top of her game after a come from behind win at the U.S. Championships. Biles now uh, heads to the World Championships, where she has a shot at becoming the sport's all-time medal winner. Going back to where it all began, USA Gymnastics wrote on Instagram featuring the now 26-year-old gymnast after she won assuring her spot at the World Championships. The post referred to the Sport Palais Arena in Antwerp, Belgium, where Biles won two golds at the World Championships back in 2003. NPR report. I said 2023. That's not 2003. Misprint there. With the win, Biles has become the first U.S. female athlete to ever be selected for uh, six world championship showing. So good to see that young lady back in action. You know, she had some trouble with the Olympics doing her, her, her flips yeah, and she all. Yeah, she and, got a, right? uh, a case of, uh, I guess... What do they call vertigo, it? Vertigo, I guess it was. The, like, the was flips or yeah, something? Yeah, I guess for gymnastics. It's, it's similar to vertigo, but it, yeah, it was something with the flipping. It, it, the if brain. you remember, if you remember, I don't, I don't know if you guys were Yankee fans at all, but you remember Chuck, Chuck Knobloch? Yes, He was, was. second baseman. Yep. Uh, they got Nasty. him from the Twins, and yep. within a season, he, he couldn't play second base the way he used to. He got a, they got a case of the yips, they called it, yep. where the easiest throws, he was throwing the ball away. Yep. But he always made stuff happen. Right. Great utility but meanwhile, if, if, it, if it was like, you know, down the middle and he had a dive for it, it was a flawless play. It was the strangest thing because it's almost like it got into his head. I, I think it was a little OCD because there was a while when he would have to look at the ball before throwing it. Oh, uh, really? 
and that little split second can make or break a play. Right. And I, I remember because I am a little OCD myself, and I was like, oh, he's got it too. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I see the stuff. One. Yeah, 30 years ago, OCD was put it back where it freaking belongs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, young man. Um, I got a great story about ex-Yankee David Wells uh, blasting Kaepernick, trans athletes, and women with women in sports. But I'll get to that a little bit later in the next sports segment. You're going to like that one. All right. That's Is that it? That's a wrap. That's a wrap for sports. All right, David Zia. I know you've been uh, you've got a lot of stuff going on. Of course, your show coming up on Saturday, eight AM right here on Real America's Voice. But what other news has caught your attention? Because you always come packed. Oh my God. I uh I had a great time at the Prate uh, vote stand uh conference last week, Family mm-hmm. Research Center, and the Jack Hibbs interview was very moving because Chino Hills, Calvary Chapel They've been winning over school boards in Temecula, in Orange County, uh, and in uh, Chino Hills, taking back school boards, a lot of small victories uh, for parents' rights. But I just interviewed uh, Terry Newsom again uh, a couple of weeks back. They had this book banning roundtable at the local library in the Downers Grove School District 99, and Sean Caston and, and Governor Pritzka just signed this book banning thing into law. You can't banned books, so you're going to lose funding. Um, But it's all a joke. And so Terry Newsom goes there with placards with the images from the book Gender Queer. And, uh, you know, and and Sean Caston's all offended. And he inadvertently admitted that it was pornographic material, just like uh, John Kennedy did at the hearing with uh, Julian Annis. I don't remember his correct name. Um, Isn't isn't that amazing, though? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, no, we want these books for the kids to read because they need to learn about this stuff. Oh, so you don't mind if I read a little bit and show you the pictures. No, I can't see that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's not about book banning. It's about age appropriateness. And, um, you know, you can't even say this stuff at school hearings. And then it's a timely thing because the conversation with Merrick Garland was so fascinating, you know, and, and the grilling of him that, you know. Merrick Garland helped this National School Board Association craft a memo to the president requesting the assistance of the federal government way back. And, um, you know, the attorney general's directive came only five days after that letter was received by the president, I believe, asking for federal assistance. They went after parents. They called them domestic terrorists. Mm -hmm. Garland is a liar. He denied it. He didn't, you know, subscribe to it. But, you know, it's amazing. You can't take your kids to an NC-17 movie, but just send them to school and they can see anything they want. Yeah. Uh, Very, very sad uh, day. So uh, Terry Newsom exposing people, uh, Jack, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs exposing people. And I also interviewed Karen England uh, again, uh, and she's leading the charge and has, uh, I think it's called TakeBackOurSchools.com. Go check it out. All these states, they've compiled databases of all the thousands of inappropriate books from K through 12. You're not going to believe it. You can pick states out of there. They're expanding the database every day. Takebackourschools.com. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's it's like you can't, like you said, you can't go to a movie that's rated R if you're under the age of seventeen. But man, if you're nine o'clock, if you're nine years old, they want you reading about uh, gay sex. And yeah, they want you to see the pictures. It's and, sick. You know, it, it's yeah, it's, it's just it's sick. Nuts. <laughs> just amazing stuff. So so uh, that's awesome, David. And yeah. and again, you know, his show you can catch Saturday morning, eight a.m. right here on this network, Real America's Voice. Breaking point with. David Zia, make sure you make your appointment for Saturday. In the meantime, we'll take a quick break. We come back. Uh, Kevin, I've got this piece of uh, comedy uh, gold. All right. I want your opinion on, so we'll do that when we get back. In the next break. Oh, and the game is on. What's the score? 
No score yet. Is, is, is Aaron winning? It's about to become 3 0 San Francisco. <laughs> Damn it. No score. Niners have the ball on the Giants 11. They drive it. it is All right. Very good. So there we go. We'll be, we'll be, getting, we'll be getting updates. Uh, LFS6B on Real America's Voice Data. from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice on a Thursday night. Thank you for joining us. Kevin Downey Jr. is here. We'll be talking with him in just a few moments. Get his comic perspective on uh, a piece of video uh, that we actually played the other night. Um, but I've been angry about it ever since. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But David Zier had a correction he needed to make uh, regarding, the, I guess, the website that you were trying to share with people? Yeah, it's takebacktheclassroom.com. I'm sorry. And then um, when you go to it, you can go to eight states right now that are already uploaded. It has every school in the districts. And there's like thousands and thousands of books. You can't believe it. Got to check it out. Take the, takebacktheclassroom.com. Takebacktheclassroom.com. Yeah. And uh, it's a pretty cool website. You were showing it to me in the... Uh, during the break, it's not like it's not like some uh, chintzy thing that you know one person would put together right. in their basement and be like, all right, now drag this picture here. And it's it's, it's <laughs> well, really well done. There's an all-out assault going on. Like Justin yeah. Downers Grove, Illinois, and the neighboring schools. Terry Newsom's uncovered like 1,400 books. Wow, you wow. Know, that are LGBTQ or other, and a lot of them are really inappropriate. Yeah. And he, you know, it's not about whether you're gay or not. He doesn't care. Right. He just doesn't want uh, his kids to, see, you know, to see graphic images and read about things that are about, you know, sexual yeah. relationships. I, 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 re- and- I, I remember as a kid, you know what? We weren't allowed to buy Playboy. No. You know, you're not allowed to buy that. You're not even allowed to look at it. You're not even allowed to say the word. I wasn't allowed to read my dad's penthouse form magazines that he kept in his closet just behind his pants. <laughs> the point is that kids are always going to want to go for that and look for right. that. And, yeah. you know, when you were in school, you're like, oh, look at this uh, line from a mice and men. And it was right. like a big deal, you know. Uh, but now it's just all out like chaos. Dude, and, I, I remember the Spiegel catalog was a big. Hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spiegel. Uh, are you kidding me? Uh, now yeah. I'm dating myself. Um, but yeah, Spiegel or, or, oh, the Macy's catalog just came yeah. out. Stearns. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's, that's what we, you know, because it was, uh, and now you see the commercials today with some of these people on them. You know, it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't be undressed. Um, yeah. Communist goal number, I think, 17, I'm guessing, is to make degeneracy acceptable, including all pornography and all. This is all part of the plan. Yeah. All part of the plan. Khrushchev said there won't be any missiles. We're going to take you down because you're going to take yourself down. Take you out from the inside. Yep. Without firing a shot, um, and, and it's funny that you bring that up. You're, 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 because I know you had that list, yeah, the communist list. Last time you were here, you started to go through some of it, and I wonder what this clip would fall into on your list. And it's this cut number four. It's from Louis C.K., very, very well known comic. Oh God. Um, what? <laughs> I saw that. Oh, you saw it. Okay. Um, very well-known comic. He got taken down about three or four years ago in the Me Too movement. He was, cla- you know, he ended up getting uh, <laughs> getting wrecked because of that. Now he had to fight and claw his way back. But r- what have you? Um, and we played it the other night. And it's it's you know what, Kevin, you haven't seen it, no. which is surprising because you're in that world. Yeah, I, mean, you know? I, I can't believe I missed it. I can't wait. So let's uh, let's go to this, and, and I want to get your feedback on it. Cut number four, Aaron. Go. 
But my feeling is they should open it, the border, and just let them pour in, let everybody pour in, and and then the answer, which is, well, then there will be all these problems. Yes, there should be. It shouldn't be so great here, is what I'm saying, <laughs> in America. It shouldn't be. It's a weird thing to sequester a certain group of people and try to keep upping their lifespan and their lifestyle and just keep trying to increase that for this group of people and then everyone's and then this pressure of people trying to come in so they can enjoy it uh and then it gets worse and worse down here i mean i'm not canada it's really just from down here uh there's something wrong with that that's not a system that's working and it forces people to do cruel things to other people there's a lot of people that die so americans can be safe mm. they're just dying you know, weddings that are drone bombed in Yemen because the guy said something that the might jerk. have resulted in American insecurity. Not even like definite American deaths, but like just so we can breathe a little easier. Folks die and folks do labor in unsafe places so that we can keep the prices where we like them. There's so much about American life that other people pay for. That's part of it. But also, it's not good for us either. It's not a good way to live in a gated community, you know? If if you let folks pour in, like any other wave, it'll kind of slosh, and then you'll just, things will be different. I, I don't know, like, there, what'll really happen? A bunch of people, like, will they just come with <laughs> knives and start <laughs> killing everybody? I don't think so. Yeah. So, well. So there you have it. Uh, and again, I, 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 this has had me angry since we played it two nights ago. Uh, but Kevin, since you're here, and again, you're, you're a comic, you're, you're a stand-up, you're on the road. Um, you know, you've known Louis C.K. For, for, you know, you know of him, right? I, for yeah, a long time. Him. Yeah, I've met him. And I'm going to say that is Marxism in its worst example yeah. right there, folks. That's exactly. a very wealthy man saying the system's bad and uh, we need to fix it. Well, OK, you can uh, distribute your bank account, Louis, to uh, yeah. people that you think deserve it. And yes, once uh, once the, we've got all the people in here that we can fit, they will come at you with knives because you are the wealthy white guy. Mm -hmm. No matter whatever you think, you are the wealthy white guy. And uh, everything you said is just nonsense. Right. I mean, wait, I'll tell you off air where he lives. Yeah, and, try to get into his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apartment? You mean mansion? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's the one percenter now. And he earned it. He earned it. I don't know that he came from money. He has just fought his way up. And he and he's he is a living example of how great this country is. Right. And here he is saying, oh, this country's horrible. There are people dying because of decisions we make. Well, then don't buy an electric vehicle because we know uh, the Chinese are digging up all the cobalt and whatnot and uh, or paying some kids to do it. That is everything I hate about Marxists right there. Right. I'm rich, but the rest of you guys, well, you have to fight the incomers with knives. So yeah. it's so bad because Lucky Louie was like my favorite show ever. Yes, you know, right. all fourteen episodes. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that was a good show. And, and again, that that that's what upsets me about this is because he has lived the American dream, right? Yes. And, and again, like you said, I don't know if he comes from money. I don't think so. When you when you hear the way he talks, and you know you kind and and his show is kind of based on you know parts of his real life. That's not like wealthy guy life. No, you know there's no there's no uh, caviar dinners with with uh, with BB and. And, and Fritz over at the club. Exactly. He uh, he fought his way through the comedy clubs in New York City. Buffy. Started working. Uh, started working around the country a little bit. He was a writer for Chris Rock. He has literally clawed his way up. Right. 
And here he is saying, oh, this is a horrible... But he's always been a socialist in, in, a, in at least his verbiage. Yes. And, um, you know, it's so hypocritical. But that's what happened in the Soviet Union. You know, the yep. elitist class killed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, that's what makes, makes me so angry because this guy is so insanely talented yeah. on the comedy side. Like you said, he was a writer for Chris Rock. He's been, he's been doing this for, for decades. Yeah. And, and this is not, you know, the, 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 uh, the occupation you've chosen here, Kevin, is not for the weak. No. I mean, you have to be, first off, and you probably have this too, and, uh, uh, you know, just understand, I've, I've known a lot of you guys, that you, comics usually have mental problems. Yep. <laughs> right? They, they, have with, some, they have some mental problems. I've, I've seen it up close. It's kind of like, wow, so tell how, us, how does Kevin. that happen? <laughs> um, well, <but>. my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's so funny because it, there's an air to being a comic. When you're on that stage and you're commanding an audience, it's almost like a rock star. And you hear this from rock stars. Rock stars love, love comedy. They want to be comics. Yep. And it's the flip side. Comics want to be rock stars. Every yeah. comic wishes and dreams of being a rock star. That right. is 100% true. They want to say, and uh, yeah, we we can't. Yeah, <laughs> most of us can't. But again, and he talks about you know uh, pe- people die to make sure we're safe. Yes, yes, and, and people die because uh, well maybe they are planning something bad, and you're one of the recipients of being that safe. You're, yes, the reason he can be a Marxist is because of conservatism. Yes. Right, conservatism, the way it makes this country the way it is, how strong it is. Um, is the reason why people can be liberal jackasses. Yeah, yes. because it's fragile. If, right, because if, if, if you tried to be a liberal jackass that didn't exactly say the exact same things that they want you to say, say in Cuba or in China or, or in Russia, you disappear. Or in yep. Russia, they push you out of a window. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, tell that to the 750,000 crimes over a six- or seven-year period committed by illegals in Texas, thousands of murders, thousands wow. of rapes, yep. thousands of kidnappings. You know, but that doesn't matter because he has, you know, probably 24 hour security. Yeah. And, and yep. I think uh, I think I heard somebody say he's, he's I think he's worth, uh, you know, maybe 20 million or something like that. He's worth a sick amount of money. Right. And he's earned it. Right. He, he, yeah. But to th- just throw the whole system under the bus. Uh, maybe he feels guilty. I don't know. He, he couldn't even be funny about it, though. Like, he yeah, could have been right. funny about it. You yeah. Know? Just <laughs> yeah. Blame for man, me. Come yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. You would think, right? And the whole, the whole gated community thing, it's like, dude, you live in a gate. Yes. Uh, don't even get it. Because it flies in the face of everybody else who's trying to make it themselves, to try to achieve what this guy has achieved. Yep. Whether it's in comedy, whether it's in music, whether it's, it's you know, owning your own business, running your own store, doing something to get to that next level to be able to say, hey, I can now take care of my family. I can do this. I can, I can you know, I can share what I've done with yep. other people. Um, I'm sure he's sharing with other people as well in his family. And he wouldn't want that taken away. No, but now that he's got his, like, like this is just so Stalin-y. So, so Stalin had how many dockets? He probably had 12 houses. Stalin had everything he wanted. Right. But they, they, they let the Ukrainians starve. It's for the people. It's for the good of the nation. Yeah. yeah. So and It's nauseating. But you're, you're right, David. He's been, a, he's been a socialist or a Marxist, whatever you want to call him. Uh, his whole life, probably. Yeah, well, that show Lucky Louie was a premise of, like, you know, the working class guy never gets a break, and I'm a mechanic, right. and I'm stuck right. here forever, and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Meanwhile, he he got his break. But know, he my mechanic's want, rich. <laughs> he doesn't want anybody else to get a break. Exactly. And that's nauseating to me. That right there is, you know, I've always respected him. 
I, I can't anymore. That's right. just disgusting. My mechanic's rich just for me. Yeah, and and again, it just it just made me angry because knowing that you know he's ready to just kick the door open for everybody else except at his house. You know he would never, ever accept anybody he didn't know coming into his house. Nope. If you showed up, if Slick Rick showed if I showed up, he'd be like, yeah, no. Yeah, four guys some yeah. Mauritania in the middle right. of the night knocking on your door. <laughs> Come on, guys. Nobody, nobody would kids. be allowed near his house, near his stuff. It'd no. be like, you know, get away from here. He probably has like, you know, some six foot eight guy with, uh, you know, who's, who's packing yep. heat. To he's protect probably, him. He's probably got a security system that costs more than our cars combined. Right. Yeah. He turns it off at 2 a.m. Uh, Naked Hammer Fight Club, though. Right, yeah, <laughs> when, he, right when he's visiting Paul Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, so, yeah, uh, that's why, I, again, I just wanted to play that for you and get your, oh, get your take you. on it. Nauseating. Um, and it is interesting, like you said, that's, that's, that's part of what, what communists want to do, right? They want to push. They want everybody to be equally, equally miserable. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, that You're right. It's, it's not about, uh, I, and I have, well, they don't talk to me anymore. I've, I've known a couple of uh, commie pinko friends who say, well, just imagine <laughs> if, if everyone's equal. I said, but it, it, first of all, you're, you're going to have millions of dead people. Now, they're all equal because they're dead. Right. Well, communism has never been done the right way. No, that is the right way for communism, <laughs> to kill a lot of people. That is a successful communist movement right there. Only 100 wow. million over the last century. Yeah, I'll give it's or not take. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's and that's the craziest thing. It's it's just we haven't done it the right way yet. Yeah. Is their thinking is their process until, of course, they're dragged to a gulag and like, wait, yep. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me. And and, and I'm I guarantee you, I, I bet you it's because that whole Me Too thing where he got kicked out of the club. He wants so back into that Me Too club, that that liberal club. Like, oh, please accept me back. Look what I'm saying on Joe Rogan's show. Yep, yep. You know what? I saw his comeback, and uh, you know, what? I, I don't know what I can and cannot say. I'll tell you the story when we come back. Okay. Because I saw his very first comeback show here on Long Island. All right, very good. So we'll get a we'll get more of a perspective on Marxist Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> when we get back. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. We'll also get an update on the score of the game. Hopefully uh, hopefully Aaron's, Aaron's winning. Uh, and we'll be back. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. Studio 6B on Real America's Voice Thursday night. Big Z is in for Big D. Kevin Downey Jr. is here as well. We are just talking about the Louis C.K. video uh, from Joe Rogan where he just, he just, I guess he's turned into the, uh, the comedy version of Howard Stern is just woke as F and doesn't really care. And, you know, they, they got theirs. Screw everybody else. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll continue that because there's, there's something. Uh, plus, of course, you know, the Russell Brand stuff that we were just talking yeah. about off air. We'll, we'll jump into that as well. But first, let's get an update in sports. Sports brought to you by Mike Lindell's MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. Use our code at checkout. Remember to save that receipt. Send it to us and uh, include your, your, your sizes. And we'll include to you, uh, send back to you the shirt of the month, courtesy of Live from Studio 6B. So, again, 
Go to MyPillow.com. Use our code at checkout. Take advantage of some great deals. Slick Rick, how's the football game going? Oh, good game so far. Tied at three, 44 seconds to go in the first quarter. Giants holding steady. Uh, they have the ball on their own 10-yard line. Uh, that's over on Prime Video. So we'll keep an eye on that score. But right now, it's solid. The Giants had an answer. Niners drove down the field, almost put it in from the 11, but they ended up settling for a field goal. Giants D held. And then, then uh, they answered and came back down the field. So 3-3, good, good, good football game right now. Good match so far. Uh, and let's get to some baseball scores. Baseball season less than two weeks winding down. A uh, few games in action tonight. Braves over the Nationals 6-1 bottom of the fifth. Top of the seventh. The Yankees lead the Blue Jays 4-0. Guardians over the Orioles 1-zip bottom five. Also bottom five. Phillies edging the Mets right now 4-3. Uh, Pirates over the Cubs 2-0 bottom four. Finals from earlier today. The Rays defeated the Angels 5-4 and the Brewers blanked the Cardinals 6-zip. Uh, Tigers and A's. Giants Dodgers coming up 940 and 10-10 first pitches respective, respectively. And uh, well, we're going to get to this story here. I thought this was a good one. Ex-Yankee David Wells star blasts Nike, Kaepernick, and trans athletes in women's sports. Not right, and it's dangerous. This is one of Todd Houston and Breitbart. Two-time World Series champion and former New York Yankees pitcher David Wells blasted woke sports with a direct ta- attack on sportswear giant Nike and anti-American race beta Colin Kaepernick and the idea that men should be allowed to play in women's sports. During a September 9th appearance with Maria Bartiromo on Fox Business Network, the retired MLB star took aim at multinational corporations that he says are trying to jam politics down the throats of sports fans, and he added that the pressure is forcing many players to remain silent for fear of cancel culture. We talk about this all the time. Uh, It wasn't like this when he was first playing in the 1990s, Wells said, adding, and now with these companies that are coming out and jumping on board and trying to change the game and put a lot of politics in the game, to me, I think it's confusing a lot of the players because they are afraid to speak up. But you know what? If I was making 30, 40 million a year and it's guaranteed, I'm going to speak out. Speak your mind, he added. But to me, these companies are putting a really big damper, I think, on the game of sports because of the political stance that they were putting on these guys. Well, 60 was part of the World Series teams, the Toronto Blue Jays in 1992 and the New York Yankees in 1998, in the latter of which he pitched the team's historic second perfect game. He retired from baseball in 2007. He went on to blast Nike for giving anti-American race beta Colin Kaepernick such a huge, plat- huge platform and attacked Bud Light for teaming up with transgender activist and TikTok influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Be what you want to be. I don't have a problem if you want to be transgender. You want to be this. You want to be that. That, that is fine, well said. But when it comes to selling and marketing of products, that is another thing, he continued. But when you're going to go in marketing and when you're going to push that narrative and you're going to push those values towards the other side and neglect the everyday consumer, a lot of people drink Bud Light. And to me, it's just the wrong message to send. They're sending the wrong message. They're doing it wrong, Wells explained. You're going to lose the customers, which Bud Light already did. But to me, Bud Light, they screwed up big time and they've lost it. Wells also praised former NCAA championship swimmer Riley Gaines for sticking up for women's sports against the onslaught of transgender women trying to compete as women. Uh, she is so spot on when it comes to transgender and sport, men playing women's sports. Well said again, you just can't do that. It's not right and it's dangerous. If I was to say, I'm going to switch over and I'm going to play women's sports, I'm going to hurt somebody, especially if I'm throwing 95. They need to start their own league if that's the case. If that's what they want to do and make it fair. Wells, the founder of veteran-based 
Perfect 33 Foundation, Foundation also blessed Nike and Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee during the national anthem and protesting against the country. When Kaepernick took the, the knee against our national anthem, and I'm a huge military supporter, that's my that was my, my foundation is all about. And for Nike to jump on board and reward this guy for this and, and, and the things that are going on, I told myself if I was playing in tonight's game, the former Yankee pitcher said, and we had a Nike jersey, I'd tape it up and I'd cut a hole in it, he told Bartiromo. Wells has taken his disgust with Nike to the MLB too in 2023 while participating in the New York Yankees All-Timers Day event. He covered the Nike logo on his uniform with tape. And that nice. concludes my column. And it was great. So, you know, a lot of folks are down on sports and angry and, well, you know, it's part of my life, so I have to report on it. Big D has asked me to be on the show, and I do so. However, and I do understand they're woke, but there's a lot of good people still in that game. I reported on it last night and, and tonight and former players that stand up. So, it's not all bad. A lot of it's woke and a lot of it's a joke, but uh, unfortunately the joke really should be on these uh, uh, companies, these yeah. Nikes and all these other clowns that do this. It's ridiculous how they drive these woke agendas on us. That's a wrap. Thank you. All right. Very good. Uh, wow. He fired up, isn't he? Yeah, Damn. I like that. <laughs> he, he was firing fastballs right there just like David Wells did. Mr. Perfect. <laughs> I want to get a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> and he was hung over when he did it. Imagine yeah, a guy no. throwing a 95-mile-an-hour softball uh, in a softball game and you're saying, oh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm a transgender. I yeah. can play in a women's softball. He, he <laughs> exactly. He's right. It is dangerous. Damn yeah. damn, damn right dangerous. Hey, hey jump back to the Louis C.K. thing real quick before we run out of time. Um, and I think Slick Rick, you reported it the other day as well, that he bought Babe Ruth's former summer East End pad. Shelter Island. It was right uh, called Primrose Cottage, according to this one article. Mm. Uh, comedian pays $2.5 million for Bambino's one-time property. And guess what? It just so happens to be located on Shelter Island. Kind of, kind of appropriate since he wants to shelter himself <laughs> yeah. from all the illegals he wants to pour into the country yep. to screw everybody else's life up. You know what? Maybe we need a bus to Shelter Island. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and that's the best part is that his home is on an island, yep. right? So basically he has a moat around his home. Yep. Uh, you know. Two ferries. Right. You got to take, take two ferries to, just to get there. Wow. So, so talk about... I, I wonder why he didn't say that. I mean, why wasn't he talking about, hey, you know what? Send him over to Shelter Island. I got plenty of space here. Uh, it's yeah. like nearly 5,000 yeah. square feet. Uh, it's a two-acre site. You, you know how many illegals you can fit on two acres? Right by the water, oceanfront property. Oh, like 20,000. Nice swimming, yeah. nice oceanfront <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice, beautiful. He could, be <laughs> he could be firing up his barbecue every day and roasting yeah. some steaks and chicken and stuff for these people. You know, Ben Burkwam shows the mountains and mountains of trash that flows out into the tidal oh. basins from the millions coming through Disgusting. the Darien Gap. You know, and it's just devastated the environment. Where's the left on that? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And it's not like the it's not like once the winter comes, um, they would get cold because he's got five five count them five fireplaces in the home. According Whoa. according to this, the three story home on the two acre site has six bedrooms, three and a half baths, and five fireplaces. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a uh, lot there's a lot of illegals we could be shipping right there to this Primrose Cottage for you, Louis C.K. We'll just we'll just bring them all in and then you can entertain may, tell them some jokes. That'll be fun. Yeah. Right? See if they understand a damn word you say. <laughs> Where are you from? Oh, I, I know. <laughs>
You know, it would have been really funny if he went on like a tirade. Like, what are we right. doing to ourselves here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bring them all in. Yeah. You know, right? I know I said that before, but like, it's not even funny, like at all. Right. Hey, where are you, you know. from? Honduras? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Remember that time, you, I was time I was in a Honduras and a I crossed pirate the river ship there. in Mali, <laughs> Ghana. Yes. Actually, came, there's no I water came in home Mali. With a case of dengue fever, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Come on, Lewis. Go ahead. We dare you. We double dare you. We triple dog dare you. Invite these people that you're inviting into this country yeah. to your home, your estate. Remember that time with the Uzbek uh, terrorist cell? You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Those were the <laughs> days. Awesome. Those oh, were the man. days. And we trafficked those kids? Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> yeah. one was squirming. We just throw yeah. them right back in the They're bag. missing now. So, hey. I, I love how he says, oh, what are they going to do? Come at you with knives? Do you have any numbers, David? <laughs> you, you just mentioned some crimes just in Texas. Yeah. The illegal immigrants. Yeah. Does anyone know? What was the thing you told us about New York City earlier? Uh, 20,000 felony assaults so far this year on New York wow. city goers. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's up another 6% this year. Yeah, and, wow. and, and they weren't using guns. No. <laughs> so there you have it. All right, that's a quick hour number one. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back hour number two, live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Stay there. From Studio 6B, Real America's Voice on a Thursday night. Hour number two is right in front of you. Uh, checking out the show on Dish Network Channel uh, 219, Pluto TV Channel 470, Samsung TV Plus Channel 1029. And, of course, follow us on all of the socials, Twitter or X, if you want to call it that, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. we got a story about Rumble, and uh, and uh, Russell Brand will get to in just a little bit. They, they've had a response to the, the whole uh, Russell Brand fiasco that's going on. Also, in the Getter chat, a lot of great people in there tonight. TJ Ash is saying hi. Trackman is there. Uh, Sana is there. Stacy T. Trump Big Daddy is there. That's right. A uh, bunch, pe- bunch of great people that are always in the chat. Make sure you go to getter.com. Uh, find the Real AM Voice page if you're not uh, if you're not already following them jump on the live chat jump in the uh, the feed you can watch the show there you can chat uh you know chat to the people in the in the chat sometimes we'll see what you're saying and if you say something funny maybe, maybe we'll catch it and we'll throw it out there all right um slick rick is here he's got sports what's a quick uh, you got a, any other score any other oh score? yeah update on the score right now yeah. still tied at three but uh, nine is a driving they're uh, around the 30 yard line of the giants so we'll see what happens there but giants thing is hanging tough in the red zone so three three rick right. uh, uh early second quarter all right very good and if you've noticed we've got uh, the fourth chair tonight uh by our friend who's who's who came back to us thank you for coming <laughs> back kevin downey jr my, my pleasure i, I i'm feeling very threatened i found a copy of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution with no trigger warning. Oh, good. I'm triggered now. There's no trigger warning. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> hey, remind people where they can find you. I know you've got a show coming up uh, in Pennsylvania. Yes, Parks Casino, Thursday, October 19th. Should be a hoot. Uh, the host, Rich Zioli, hilarious, hilarious conservative. Uh, he's one of, the, one of the two people that made me realize I should get into radio because you can be funny and conservative on the radio. And I thought, well, it's great. So he's, uh, he's always great. And uh, on the socials, just look Kevin Downey Jr. I'll be the only real one. All right. There you have it. And, of course, David Zier is here. David, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. And I know you've, uh, you've got some stuff. You, you, you floored us. And a bunch of people in the, in the chat, too, when you mentioned the, uh, the assault numbers there just yeah. before we went to break. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, just some we, crazy stuff when you think about it. You know. Yeah, Queens North uh, in New York City has uh, a 45% increase in Grand Theft Auto. Wow. 37% in the Bronx, you know. And, and that's uh, just the ones that report, right? Yeah. Because some of them are probably, oh, somebody broke into my car. They yeah. probably don't bother calling the police because maybe they didn't get much. They took a few things, maybe cleaned out the change uh, thing, um, but yeah. probably didn't really. A lot does really, not get reported. Yeah, a lot doesn't get yeah. reported. And you know what, though? At what point, because I'm at the point with the, the exception of Staten Island, you voted for this. Yeah. Have at it. You want it? Have that, and I know that's cruel, but they 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 yeah. know better. <laughs> they had eight years of De Blasio, right, Comrade De Blasio, yeah. just and tank. now the Hamptons traffic this year is the worst ever. Yep, because they're all hiding out here because they're tired of stepping over bodies on the way to get their mocha latte chinos or whatever they're called. Yes, and um, that's what's going on. Yeah, there's a guy who calls into my radio show and he updates me. Hampton Bays is where a bunch of them are legal immigrants coming out. They're, they're camping in the woods, and they're looking for work in the day, and they're breaking into cars and stealing things at night. Hampton Bays. Yeah. yeah. That's where they are, and a couple of towns near there. Yeah, it's a tragic situation. It's going to get worse. Yeah, and Wait we talked next year. And we talked about this, I think, last year, you know, because when, once those numbers really started to kick up with the immigration, with the illegals, we, we can't even call it immigration, just illegals. They're breaking the law. Um, we knew that, you know, once, once they started showing up in the city, that it's going to creep. At some point, it's going to start to creep out. It's going to start to creep out from Manhattan out into the other boroughs. Uh, now you see the city forcing them onto Staten Island. The yeah. people there are reacting. And now you're starting to see it trickle over onto Long Island as well. 9,000 reported just yesterday coming into the U.S. But that doesn't include the new Venezuelan, Haitian, Nicaraguan, and Cuban uh, plane ride program where you could pay your own airfare, enjoy a few vodkas, flirt with the stewardess, watch a movie, <laughs> and land in Omaha, Nebraska at will or any destination you choose. Yeah. Wow. Tens of thousands. They're burying the numbers. Todd Benzman, the extra, uh, extraordinary reporter, is foyering the records, but he's backing in the numbers and realizes that a big chunk of these people aren't coming in at legal ports of entry on the borders in the north and south. 2100% increase of uh, illegals coming in from Canada to New York. Wow. Uh, the arrests are 10 times the rates right now. Um, but then you have the invitations through CBP-1. And then you have the illegals coming in with the coyotes. You know, there's like four different fronts going on at once. Now, what do you think about the... I think we're up to 15,000 Chinese people, most of them men of military age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if only 10% of those people are... Uh, Let's say, not spies, but saboteurs. Well, the fiscal year runs from October to October. And just since last October, I think there's been something like 250 plus uh, terror watch list uh, suspects wow. uh, apprehended. But how many got through? Ten times that? Yeah, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Like cockroaches. The C1, there's probably 15, 20 more. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. Saboteurs. And, and again, they're just they're and they're being let in all over the country. That's the craziest thing. Um, I was watching. I, I don't know what I was watching, but I, I know they they talked about um, these white buses in California. Now this is in California. They're already streaming through in California. But the actual the, the white buses that that were carrying all of these illegals and just dropping in into like shopping center parking lots yeah. are federal buses like wow. the, the government. Our government is taking all these illegals. So they're trafficking in illegal immigrants and they're just dropping them places. You see them, and I saw the video, and they're getting off these these buses, you know, with their little little bag of goodies, whatever they got, you know, their Twizzlers. Well, they take them and, to shop and, uh, at Walmart, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and and they just drop them, and you see them looking around, like, well, where do we go from here? What do we do? Well, the yeah. Los Angeles mayor's doubled down and said they're all welcome there. So it's like total chaos. What's going on? Wow. They're pretending it's not a problem now. If you look at the streets of L.A., Skid Row, and everything, it's uh, it's a total nightmare. Yeah. You know what? I just had a friend of mine. She's Chinese, and she votes left. And I can never figure out why. Of all people, I mean, her father fought the Chinese back in uh, before running to Formosa, yeah. Taiwan. And she, uh, I just saw her yesterday, and she said, I just got back from San Francisco. You're not going to believe it. You're allowed to shoplift like $1,000. I said, yeah, I, I know. And, and then we, you know, I, I, being Asian, I said, you can't go downtown. You get beaten up. I said, I know. And who are you going to vote for? And she's like, well, now I get it. <laughs> so red-pilled. One trip to San Francisco, yeah. she's been red-pilled. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And, nice. and it's so sad. And I've talked about this a bunch. I used to live there. Love that city. Great city. Great food. Uh, had a blast living there. I would not go there now. No. No. I won't work in Portland or Seattle anymore either. Right. It's pointless. Well, you take your life into your own hands. Yeah. Because these people are nuts. And insane. <laughs> uh, did you see the video with the uh, naked guy? Uh, the he was somewhat naked on a bike, and then he rides his bike into a naked guy. <laughs> and they have naked guy fight in the what middle of the day encounter. right there on the sidewalk. They hammered yes. it out. Yeah, they hammered it out. <laughs> the best part, though. Love at first bike. The completely <laughs> naked guy was standing on a picnic table Who's outside a, a restaurant called right. Killer Burger. Right. And he's, he's like, uh, he's giving a sermon to the streetlights or something. So someone's eating, watching naked guy give the sermon. Right. And then the guy hits him, and then the fight's on. Yeah, naked too. <laughs> PM Hammer Fight Club. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was like he was trying to park the bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It, but it happens right in the middle of the day, and it was Portland, right? It was Portland yeah. Killer Burger. That's insane. So it's, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, David, what else do you have that's, uh, that did, that'll well, make our heads yeah. explode? Republican, <laughs> Republican Congressman uh, John James, a big Trump hater, he introduced legislation on the floor of the House to set the age cap at 75. It would automatically eliminate 52 members of sitting members of Congress ineligible to serve. Uh, but there's a lot of problems. And, uh, you know, some of the brightest people and my mentors in my life were over 75. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's better than some uh, millennial or Gen Z are sitting there with the nuke button wearing their vans and having a skateboard by their side. You know, uh, there's so many competent older people in this country. It shouldn't be based on age. And we know this is just a ploy to take, get rid of Biden and Trump at the same time. But the difference is Biden is an international embarrassment on the right. world stage. Mm -hmm. And Trump is an eagle eye, you know, and he's always loaded for bear and he always loves dealing with the people and he gives speeches for hours and hours on end. He doesn't need a teleprompter. He can go off script anytime and nobody ever leaves Donald Trump and says this guy is not on the ball so true. and in the last interview he said I aced my last test in 2020 <laughs> cognitive he's all for testing 
But, you know, Mitch McConnell should step down. Dianne Feinstein should step down. But even Pelosi can give a rash, not a rational, but a, well, uh, has some fervor. And, and she can make an argument still at 83. And I'm not a supporter. But, you know, uh, but, you know, and, but Fetterman's only 54. Yeah. And he's not competent. Yeah. So it's not about age, you know. And then Schumer's coming to his rescue, wants everybody to wear sweats when the whole world's watching us, <laughs> looking for a leadership direction on where we are. And they're going to see like a skateboard park and Instead of a, se- a U.S. Senate session, um, but you shouldn't base somebody's performance just on age. People can be voted out if they f- fail, and perhaps term limits should be. Yeah, the I, I think term limits yes. are probably the better answer. I think yeah. so too. You know, limited at twelve years. You get you get six runs as a rep or two runs as a senator. You're done. That's it. Twelve years is enough. Yep. Right. Yeah. Completely agree. And speaking of Trump, um, actually, we do have a clip. This is going back some to when he was a, he was a young, young child. Um, cut number five. Check this out. This is a preschool apprentice. I guess he's been, he, he had this idea for the show for a long time. Uh, Aaron, cut number five. Go. Welcome back to another edition of the Preschool Apprentice. <laughs> Today, the teacher told us all about mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. <laughs> It's a tremendous little food. It's so great. It's got these little pieces of pasta and these little bags of squeezable cheese. We love to squeeze the cheese, quite frankly. And nobody squeezes cheese better. Nobody. You look at Sleepy Joe, you look at Barry, you look at George Bush, nobody squeezes cheese better than I do. The other thing that I would like to ponder at is that I don't know who Mac is. Mac is an unidentified identity and i'm quite frankly a little confused there's mac and cheese but who is mac i know who cheese is cheese is delicious who is mac we don't know we're looking into it quite bigly we're looking into it so bigly we're gonna find you mac and we are gonna bring you to justice we're gonna bring you I saw that actually David posted that today on the uh, LFS6B Twitter or X. I'm still calling it Twitter because it dawned on me today. It's like, wait, everybody that that was on Twitter is now on X. Just listen to that out loud. Hey, are are you on Twitter? No, I'm on X, man. Is that the kid's real voice? No. No, Okay. AI or something. Was that Trump saying that? Yes, that was him. I never heard the mac and cheese speech. (laughs) (laughs) He did it in Wisconsin. Because they're big on dairy out there. Yeah, I covered yeah. him in Wisconsin. Huge. I, uh, Huge, I, I had heat huge. stroke. It was like 100 <laughs> on the tarmac, so maybe I missed that. So, yeah, I thought I'd share that with you guys. Get 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 a bit of a laugh with a, with a preschool apprentice Trump. So there you yeah, have you it. You got to do it. You got to break up some of it with humor because this country is really I just know. a nightmare. I know, exactly. Hey, uh, real quick, do you have a sports update for us, Slick? We got any score on this yes, game? Yes, indeed. Who would go into the end zone but the 49ers? Uh, are up 10-3, to 3, Rick, uh, right now. So we'll see what happens there. We got the six minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, Ronnie Bell, a pass from Brock Purdy. How do you like that? Nine yards. So good, good stuff right now. And uh, well, six minutes to go in a second. <laughs> All right. There you have it. We'll come back. We've got segment number two. We've got uh, – I got a clip from uh, Troy Nels, uh, House Representative Troy Nels, uh, from the hearing yesterday. You're definitely going to want to see as he puts uh, as he puts Jerry Diaper Pants Nadler in his place. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we got a bunch more. Stay there. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. We will be back.
right, you know that music. It's time to talk about the things you need in your life, and one of those things is clean air. And that could be coming to you from EnviroCleanse. There is a flash sale going on at EnviroCleanse, the perfect air home air purifier that is so powerful that the U.S. Navy even uses it. They chose it to purify the air on their ships, and this timing for this 25% off flash sale couldn't be better. It's officially cold and flu season. Yeah, believe it or not. What is it? Tomorrow? Tomorrow, Slick Rick, is uh, first day of fall? Uh, 23rd, I think. Oh, something like that. But it's, it's coming, and it's going to get cold, and it's going to be cold and flu season, and EnviroCleanse is proven to capture and destroy flu and COVID viruses in your home, plus bacteria, toxins, mold, and allergens. EnviroCleanse is how you fight back against the entire family against getting sick. In fact, EnviroCleanse is the only home purifier that promises you and your family better health, and it makes that promise by helping clear the air for your home in the cold and flu season and to clear out those flu and cold viruses. That's why I have EnviroCleanse, or Damon has EnviroCleanse right here in the studio, and uh, he stopped coughing. It was amazing. We saw it happen right before our eyes. The new science in home air purification is EnviroCleanse. Don't miss the 25% off flash sale. Order your EnviroCleanse home air purifier while supplies last. Visit ekpure.com and use code AMERICA. That's ekpure.com. Use the code AMERICA. ekpure.com. Use the code AMERICA. And uh, when you're thinking about some some of the things that could be happening, like the unthinkable, as we've talked about so many times on this show, if you get the feeling that something could be uh, amiss, don't worry. We have we have a solution for you. Uh, with things and distractions and smoke screens by the media, we probably won't see it coming, but we'll get that feeling. That's why it's smart to invest and invest in emergency food today. A wise man once said, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And that is coming to you courtesy of My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is a nation's leader in emergency food storage. If you go to their website, um, it's just amazing some of the stuff they have on there. Go to preparewithrav.com and you'll get to save 25% on My Patriot Supply three-month emergency food kit. Matter of fact, get one for each member of your entire family. If something does unforeseen happen, your entire family will be covered. You'll enjoy a wide variety of delicious meals, providing over 2,000 calories a day for optimum strength under stress and calories mean energy. Stock up now before everyone else panics. Free shipping is automatic and your order ships pass fast. I should say go to preparewithrav.com. That's preparewithrav.com and uh, order your My Patriot Supply kits today. Uh, kicking it over to sports with Slick Rick. Slick Rick, what is going on? What else we got going on? We got, we got the latest update on the uh, Thursday night football game, right? Oh, yes, we do. Uh, well, what do you know? The Niners are driving with about oh. uh, a little over four minutes to go in the uh, second, in the first half, in the second quarter there. But they're driving. Uh, they're up 10 to 3, and they're on the uh, Giants' 18-yard uh, line. Actually, check that. They're on their 13-yard line. So we'll see what happens. But uh, fall actually comes uh, on Saturday, the 23rd. It does. Okay. But for the Giants, it's probably going to come a little sooner. Oh, come on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's taking a stab at you there, Aaron. No, I, I didn't address Aaron. I just said uh, the Giants aren't going to win tonight. <laughs> Since. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, we got a good story here. Cincinnati Reds, New York Yankees starting pitches on wrong side of crazy historical stat. I've been talking about baseball. We're winding down the season. I'm going to explain the whole playoff, what's going on uh, in my next segment. But let me give you this story here. This is from Brandy Farkas of Fanation. Wednesday was a tough day for dominant pitching as both Hunter Green, Cincinnati Reds, and Michael King, New York Yankees, saw their teams lose despite their great performances. Green went seven innings, allowing run run in three hits. He walked one and struck out 14. He took a no decision as the Reds lost 5-3 to three to the Minnesota Twins. As for King, he went seven innings as well, giving up one run on five hits against the Toronto Blue Jays. He struck out 13 and walked none, only to see his bullpen give up runs in the final two innings of a 6-1 to one loss. Um, and what was said was the loss, the, the, the actual uh, in today's baseball, Hunter Wing 14 Ks lost, Michael King 13 Ks lost. It's the second time in the modern era two major league pitches struck out 13 plus batters but had their team lose the game on the same day the other came on may 6 1960 with jim bunning and the great and i do mean great sandy koufax doing the same accomplishment or uh, i wouldn't say accomplishment so much there the loss dropped the yankees back to 500 at 76 and 76 they also find to stay out of last place in the american league east and lead the red sox by one and a half games for that distinction uh the loss was uh, much more harmful for the reds who are battling it out for the national league wild card they are now 79 and 75 and one game back of that third and final spot the Yankees were back in action tonight against the Blue Jays and the Reds they're off in more ways than one. And that's- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. We got time for another quick one there, Rick. Yeah. Make- All right. Let's go. We're going to talk about, oh, well, we got the uh, the great chief star, tight end Travis Kelsey. Taylor Swift rumors uh, look like a game of telephone. This is Michael Gallagher of Yardbark. You know, this is, this is you know, breaking big news here. Of course. Um, yeah. Come on. My, these Kansas City <laughs> chief tight end, Kelsey's love life is talked about far more than anything he does on a football field during an appearance on the Pat McAfee show. On Thursday, Kelsey set the record straight on what exactly is going on between himself and pop megastar Taylor Swift, whom the All-Pro tight end is rumored to be hanging out with. It's hilarious how much traction this has gotten, Kelsey said. Right now, it's like that old game in school called Telephone, where everyone is just whispering in everyone's ear and hearing random stuff. No one actually knows what's going on, especially when you've got uh, Jason Kelsey on live television, his brother, telling people both sides. Not even a week after letting uh, everyone know that it's 100% true, the guy is absolutely ridiculous and can't stay out of the freaking headlines. Speculation (laughs) about a potential romance between Kelsey and Swift started in July when a two-time Super Bowl winner admitted to his brother Jason on an episode of the New Heights podcast that they co-host together that he was disappointed when he didn't get to give Swift a bracelet with his number. These friendship bracelets are big with these celebrities now, you know. I didn't get a friendship bracelet yet. Anyway, several several news uh, outlets have been reporting on the past few weeks. Friendship? Damon? Those two words? (laughs) Anyway, it's all nonsense with this Kelsey thing and all. And the Chiefs better get on track and uh, they because they got a Super Bowl to defend, and they got a lot of a lot of work to do. But that's a wrap in sports, Rick. Back All to right, you. thank you, Slick Rick. And again, uh, Slick Rick Sports brought to you by Mike Lindell's My Pillow. Go to mypillow.com. Use our code at checkout. Take advantage of some great, great deals. And again, we don't know how he does it, but he's he's getting it out there. He's he's opening up a new factory. I heard so things are things are starting to uh, tick back in Mike. the uh, in, in a good way for Mike Lindell.
well. He's taken a lot since uh, love him. since COVID hit. And uh, remember, he dedicated part of his uh, part of his business. He converted a factory to uh, make sure he was making masks and stuff for people. Yeah. So, yeah, people. Uh, great great American great, uh, great American businessman, great, great American guy, and uh, we love him. Mike Lindell, go to mypillow.com, use our code at checkout LFSXB, and take advantage of those great deals. Hey, we were talking about Louis C.K., but another comic that's been getting a lot of play lately is uh, Russell Brand. Now, I don't know if you, if any anybody else has been watching his podcast. I've been uh, on yep. to Russell for the last year and a half, I think. You know, I started noticing him on YouTube and doing these quick little 10, 12-minute hits that he started doing. Yep. And, uh, well, now the cancel. You, you spoke about it earlier. Yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, he's got these brief videos. That you can, you know, you've got a half hour to kill. You can catch two. And so what happened was, uh, so with Louis C.K., five women suddenly found each, each other and then went after him, and he got canceled. Now it's four women. It turns out they didn't find each other. There's um, a, a magazine that went out and got them and put them together and said, we got to go after Louis C.K. He's got over 6 million viewers on YouTube. He's, 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 he's hurting us. He's over the target. So uh, uh, Russell Brand, rather, Russell Brand has to go down. Uh, he's been demonetized by uh, YouTube. Yep. He's had his comedy tour canceled. I think it's very interesting that this all happened when he was about to kick off his comedy tour and make a lot of money. Uh, but every, everywhere, well, not everywhere, not everyone has demonetized him. Right. Rumble, as a matter of fact, they came out with a statement. They rejected the dangerous demand of the MPs to uh, demonetize Russell Brand's channel as it vowed to shun cancel culture mob, it says here. Yep. Um, Dame Caroline Dineage, a Tory chairman at the House of Commons, I'm familiar with those people, uh, said she was <laughs> concerned that the comedian had 1.4 million followers to his daily weekday show that he made may be able to profit from the content on his channel. The committee is sending letters to numerous companies to connect uh, connected to brand uh, in light of these allegations. Monday, you mentioned YouTube took the step of demonetizing him, um, but Rumble says they will do no such thing. You know what? Maybe I'll read the uh, maybe I'll read their statement. When we get back. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I'll read Rumble's statement because they're standing up for him, and uh, we'll do that. Coming right back. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. Studio 6B, Real America's Voice on a Thursday night. If you're just joining us, Damon is off until Monday. You're stuck with myself, David Zier. He'll be in tomorrow night as well. Slick Rick, of course. And tonight joining us uh, for the mayhem, our very good friend, Kevin Downey Jr. You might also know him from his work at PJ Media, pjmedia.com. You can look up all of his stuff. He's got some great articles there. We'll talk about his latest one, the left's insane dedication uh, to defending America's first narcissistic junkie, Son Can't Last Forever. That's quite a headline. Wow, thank you. Put that in front of a book. <laughs> Longer than I usually go. but I, a billboard. I was in a mood. <laughs> so we'll dive into that in just a little bit. David Deere's got a few more things, but I did want to get back to that uh, that uh, Russell Brand story real quick uh, because, l- like you've heard, he's he, on YouTube he's got 6.6 6 million followers, but he can't make money on that channel anymore because of the uh, allegations, the sexual assault and rape allegations and emotional abuse that have been leveled against him from, I guess, 20 years ago. Um, Monday, YouTube took the 
they say it's a rare step, demonetizing Brand's channel from his <laughs> 6.6. 6, yeah. Rare. <laughs> no. Ask Dan Bongino how rare it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, meaning he can no longer make income from advertisements on it. And in the latest swaths of cancellations, since these anonymous allegations surf, they're always anonymous. Always. I love anonymous people. Uh, Brand's podcast company, his book publisher, an Australian wellness festival, and the promoters of his UK tour are all cutting ties. Uh. So how do they come and get you? They try and take your money away. And, of course, uh, I mentioned that Dame Caroline, whatever her face is, uh, she sent a letter. She's from the uh, UK House of Commons. Um, she sent a letter to Rumble. And and ask this, we would be grateful, it says here, if you could confirm whether Mr. Brand is able to monetize his content, including his videos related to serious accusations against him. If so, we would like to know whether Rumble intends to join YouTube in suspending Mr. Brand's ability to earn money on your platform. Well, the BBC already controls people's lives and they pay a tax in, in individual households. Yeah. Absurd. And you know yeah. what? It's the House of Commons. Uh, they're going after a comedian. Right. This doesn't come from them. This, uh, this comes from, it's got to be uh, Klaus Schwab himself. Yeah. Someone big. <laughs> 100%. Right. Because he, he, you know what it is? And, and again, it's somebody who the left used to embrace. You know, yes. this this type of behavior by, oh my goodness, Russell, you're so crazy. Yeah. You know, you're, you're throwing yourself around. You're, you're so funny. You're so witty. We love you on the left. You're part of Hollywood. He was oh, in the yeah, whole Hollywood thing. Yeah. And then Perry. since he left, right, and then he, he kind of dried up a bit and he started to notice what a lot of people notice. Yes. And his persona, he was so debaucherous for so many years. Yes. And he's always a celebrity. You know, yeah. it's great. This yep. is great. And now all of a sudden they're saying, you know, it's not. I, I mean, the funniest thing is is the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall, yeah. where he basically plays himself. Yes. But not as a, not as a comic, as, as we were talking about, because all comics want to be rock stars, as a rock star. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Get Him to the Greek is sort of a follow-up to that. He's the same character, Eldest Snow. Right. And even more over the top, hiding drugs in, uh, in his friend's uh, bahuki. Uh, the movie right. was brutal. It was funny, but it was brutal. Brutal, yeah. Brutal, brutal. Now, here's a question. Do you think Howard Stern went woke to keep his little career going on Sirius Radio? No. He doesn't need the money at this point. He doesn't, yeah, He's he just got to be the, the crazy thing. I can't watch him. I think he no. just he just wants to be accepted. Is he relevant so. anymore, though? I, mean, I don't think I, so. I don't even think he's relevant anymore. I mean, he's probably still got X amount of followers. But Who did he do? He did a really good interview, though. I don't um, care for him anymore. Oh, I can't remember. I, I haven't liked Stern in 25 years, yeah. honestly. He, I mean, he spanked a woman's bear bahuki with fish as she was singing Hotel California, hoping to get discovered. Right. Wow. That's how it... And, and just the most racist stuff and, and sexist. Right. And he, he used made, to wear blackface yes and got away with it <laughs> of course but now suddenly right he's he's as he describes himself i'm woke as f and i don't yeah. care uh you know what he reminds me of howard hughes he, he fears covid so much he doesn't want to go out and he hates people that didn't get the the shot right. and uh it's it's it just it's sad because he was he was funny at one point yeah he, he was talented he's great oh, great yeah. interviewer yeah. could, long, could long great gone. interview yeah right. went out with the, he went out with the 90s man right yeah it's been a long time since he's was funny so so rumble put out a public statement and said we regard it as deeply inappropriate and dangerous that the uk parliament would attempt to control who is allowed to speak on our platform or to earn a living from doing so singling out an individual and demanding his ban is even more disturbing they wrote given the absence of any connection between the allegations and his content on rumble the 
The company also pointedly wrote, although it may be politically and socially easier for Rumble to join the cancel culture mob, doing so would be a violation of our company's values and mission. We emphatically reject the UK Parliament's demands. Uh, Rumble's dress down of the select committee makes it the first company to explicitly refuse to take any actions while allegations remove unproven. Also, another company, which you would have thought would have probably buckled by now, Netflix, have has not said a thing. They have not commented. Uh, they have also not removed his show, his, his uh, rebirth show, despite BBC and Channel Four pulling down the episodes of it featuring the uh, the, the comedian. Um, Brand uses the platform, uh, of course, on his uh, on his radio show or his podcast to make lengthy speeches about issues such as COVID to his followers. But in his most recent show, hours before the anonymous claims were released, he told fans he vehemently vehemently denied. All the very serious criminal allegations, he denounced it and described it as astonishing and rather Baroque. I would love to be able to use that word in a sentence like he does, because yeah. I don't even know what the hell Baroque means. I don't either. But I it sounds it great. Of, I thought it was a type of tile for the It's floor. what you say when you look at your bank account. I'm right. Baroque. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Just remember what Howard Stern did when that air uh, Florida flight flew into the 14th Street Bridge in yes. D.C. Oh, yeah. He called up the airline and asked to buy a ticket to the right. 14th Street Bridge. Yeah. You know, it's a low life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's amazing. And uh, and you mentioned Dan Bongino, who's uh, Dan Bongino, who's a uh, an investor in Rumble, the former Fox News presenter, who's both a shareholder on Rumble and one of its biggest stars, has in re- has in recent days encouraged, according to this article, encouraged others to follow Brand on the site. And uh, you know what? We we encourage it too. Don't follow him on YouTube. YouTube is 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 basically like run by Nazis at this point. Yeah. Um. You can you can find great content very funny stuff all of russell brand stuff on rumble go check that out we have a page there we have an account there you can find all of our stuff on rumble so go to go there and put put in lfs6b you can find this show you'll find a bunch of other things from the from the uh you know the crazy towns and everything that damon posts on rumble as well so go to rumble.com find us lfs6b on rumble uh david zier what else did you have? For well, us? we got another deep state takedown coming. In my prediction. It's oh not, yeah, it's not. Uh oh. Out in the open yet? Is this, is this a? Uh, is this a? Uh, is well, this a conspiracy theory? Well, Eric Clapton those. raised two point two oh, million dollars for uh, RFK Jr. in uh, oh. LA at a fundraiser. Oh. So expect uh, Clapton to be taken down. We'll right. see. Okay, you, you want to place what? a bet? Like we'll give it what uh, three weeks? We two should weeks? have a pool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, twenty bucks. They go after him within two weeks. Yeah. Without a doubt, it's almost like a Deadpool, but it'll be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to come up with a different name. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting? You bring up RFK. I have a little inside information on RFK. I know people. <laughs> Believe it or not, I know people, and sometimes they tell me guy, stuff. And this guy? guy told me a little something, and he found out from somebody else. I didn't hear it directly. You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> but I heard something about RFK that would be very interesting to very very many people, especially those on the left. Um, the DNC is out to stop, I, and I think we all knew this. Yeah. They're out to stop RFK. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. do not want him to run. Nope. Nope. Um, if Biden is, is not able to run— if something happens between now and, and the uh, whatever the... What do you mean, if? When? Yeah, I know. Come on. <laughs> Stop. Um, they <laughs> yeah. will not allow him to run. I guess they've they put it in place, and they've let their people know that he, he is not welcome any place that the uh, current president goes Ooh. to campaign. He's not allowed there at the same time. Wow. And I guess they're holding the power of the purse over these people to say, you will not welcome him. Yeah. 
under the DNC banner. And if you do, we will not be uh, sharing our spoils with you. Yeah. And again, this is this is what I hear. You I don't know, know for uh, sure. Uh, Michelle Obama has 100 million social media followers. 100 million. Wow. How many of those are actually alive, though? <laughs> Most of those are bots, probably. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, yeah. she's got like 55 million on one, 19 million on Facebook, I think. She's got like 20-something million on Twitter. It's a huge, it's a huge number. This and, is and, all like cooked in the books for her to run. All right. And, and another RFK thing. Yeah. Um, and this is, again, something I heard from someone. I didn't hear it directly. But it would seem to make sense that there is a serious consideration from people in the RFK camp to go independent. That's what I want. Imagine the CIA kills your dad and your uncle, and decades later, you run independent. Biden loses. Trump comes in, wipes the whole thing out. It's the best revenge I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. <laughs> if they don't kill him, too. Right. Yeah. Did you hear a uh, guy uh, masquerading as a, a U.S. Marshal? Yeah. Was busted. Showed up at the RFK rally, I think, uh, an event yeah. in California. I saw and, that. And Biden will not. He walked give him right secret. in, right? Yes. Yeah. And Biden won't give him Secret Service protection. No, there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. <laughs> And and another thing I heard too, and again, I I, I didn't talk to this guy. Uh, I didn't talk to this guy directly. I just heard it from a guy <laughs> who knew a guy. Um, not only is he thinking about running independent, it's gonna it's probably gonna be a strong move if they do that. Um, but he would not. And Trump, and I think, it, it may have alluded to this as well that he might be an interesting VP pick, but that he might be better served in an administrative role. Cleaning something up. Well, Romney's going to run on the <laughs> Break, no labels party. Uh, breaking thing, breaking <laughs> things into a million pieces, so yes. they say. I would. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that one. That uh, would that's be great. The, that's the one. I, again, <clears throat> say that again, Rick. Um, that an administrative post for RFK in a yeah. Trump administration might have a three-letter agency attached to it. Oh, wow. Uh, something yeah. that might get broken up into a million pieces. Yeah. Um, again, you didn't hear this from me because I didn't hear it from somebody <laughs> who didn't hear it from nobody yeah. who didn't tell nobody. Well, Who'd you hear from? Two four hundred thousand regulations <laughs> in that agency, I think. So, right. RFK is an extremist, environmentalist. Thinks you should be in jail. Yeah. For Climate, if you don't believe in man-made yeah. climate change, um, yeah, but I think it would be a, a coup when it comes to that stuff. But, yeah, but you know, put him in charge of like the, F, the FDA or something like that, or yeah. the CDC. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Yes. FDA would be amazing, oh. right? Yeah, because be some watchdog. Because for a guy who's not a doctor, um, but is an attorney and has done a lot of research on this stuff. Um, he seems to have a lot more of a, a better grasp than some of the some of the doctors. And Trump yeah. pushed the right to try, so that could go in sync with uh, RFK. Yeah. Uh -huh. Anything else you have there, David? Yeah, just really quick. There's an alert out by Publius. Good friends at Publius. They're oh, publicists yeah, I, I in the love city. Him. You know, big car companies are removing AM. They represent a lot of great people. I get a lot of guests from them over the years. Uh, everybody, um, and. Um, Rand Paul is in favor, apparently, of opposing Ted Cruz's legislation to keep AM radio in cars. Really? And Rand Paul, someone you wouldn't think, because uh, Big Auto claims this, the uh, electric cars, the signal gets interfered with by the AM radio. But AM radio has 80 million listeners. I'm a talk radio junkie since I'm 12 wow. years old. Right. Um, Rush Limbaugh and uh, Bob the Grant. And uh, the Bob Grant. You know, <laughs> changed the landscape forever. <laughs> and WABC Radio here in New York, uh, you know, I 50,000 watts, it reaches 38 states, and the emergency broadcast systems on AM radio. Yep. So yeah, it's in jeopardy point. right now, and they're asking all talk radio people to contact them and 
stop. Well, that's Paul interesting that Rand Paul would, be, would feel that way. Yeah, you, you wouldn't think. Yeah, you wouldn't think. Huh. But then again, maybe it's a maybe it's a way for him to get some uh, headlines on this and get people to respond to it. So maybe maybe it's done as a way to help out. Actually, so we'll find out. Uh, all right, we got. Wow, that's already uh, almost showtime. One more segment to go. We'll get one more sports update from Slick Rick. We'll talk a little bit more with Kevin, with David Zia, and uh, we'll see you guys in the chat one last time here. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice fitting. from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice on a Thursday night. Damon is off until Monday. Hopefully he has a great weekend, and you do as well. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow night. Slick Rick and I will be back along with David Zier. we got to thank uh, Kevin Downey Jr. for hanging with us on a Thursday thank night. You. Thank you so much. Pleasure's mine. Uh, and uh, I want to make sure we get the uh, we'll get your plugs in before the end of the show. All right. Uh, but before we do that, i got a little song for you guys. See if you remember this old, uh, this old, uh, this golden oldie. As they say. Ready? Here we go. Let me know. There we go. That's Joe Biden. <laughs> the American president is doomed. A little old man can barely there she move. Is. If he moves too quick, oh, he'll topple just like the domino. He's got that sinister smile and thinks he just might win the bet. But he's just Like a Joe Biden. <laughs> there you have it. Walk like Joe Biden. I found that song today. That is I nice. thought it was uh, pretty good. Uh, let me see if we can give uh, the the Liberty Daily. You'll find it on their Rumble page. The Liberty Daily um, is where I found that. Uh, let's see benefits from the code. Blah, 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 blah. So you can go check them out. Uh, you can find them on Rumble. The Bangles or the Bungles? Uh, I don't know what. It, well, that's Joe Biden. If he was leading a band, it'd be called the Bungles. Yes, indeed, no doubt. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's do some sports real quick with Slick Rick. Uh, Rick, what do you got for us in terms of sports? Brought to you by Mike Lindell's My Pillow. Go to mypillow.com for all of their cool stuff. Use our code at checkout and save yourself some money. Holidays are coming. Who doesn't need a, a, a fabulous my pillow in their life? No, Come a new the pair of slippers or a nice yeah, robe. Exactly. I mean, you got a lot of things to get from Mike. So use our code LFS6B at checkout. Slick Rick, give us a score update. All right, out to Levi Stadium, Santa Clara, California, where Rick says he'll never go back. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Here we got the uh, San Francisco 49ers are up 17 to six over the Giants. They're actually up 17-3. Giants made a nice little comeback there with inside two minutes to get a field goal there, but it's 17-6. Technically. 
They're covering by more than 10 and a half points as they're up by 11. But we got a whole second half left to play. Brock Purdy's having a block party. He's up uh, four, he's 14 for 23, 157 yards and one TD. That's a pretty good first half. Uh, Daniel Jones for the Giants, 12 of 17, 92 yards. And the great Christian McCaffrey, 10 carries, 61 yards and wow. a TD. Okay. Yeah, so they're pretty unstoppable. It's it's tough when uh, when, when Saquon is out. Yeah, of That's course. That's a huge weapon for the Giants. He's a great so. player, great running back. Anyhow, really you got any game. other sports before we close it out? Uh, well, I'm reluctant to do this story, but I'll do it anyway. I'm <laughs> setting I'm setting things up for the younger generation. NFL trans cheerleader seeks to oh. inspire youth. Dylan Gwynn of Breitbart. I'm just going to touch on this one, literally. The NFL's first transgender cheerleader is speaking out. Not only is he voicing opposition to bans on hormonal therapy and supporting males competing in women's sports, he's also saying he wants his story to serve as an inspiration for trans kids. Uh, Justine Lindsay, a cheerleader on the Carolina Panthers Top Cats squad, recently Ugh. gave an interview to Elle magazine in which he explained what he sees as the historical significance of his position. Now, I don't think there's one person watching this damn no. show that cares what I'm going to say. But you believe <laughs> the Carolina Panthers would actually, uh, yeah, what can I tell you? What a world we live in. You know what? I'm going to yield back my time just based on that story. <laughs> back to you. Hey, speaking of yielding time, that's a perfect setup. You are a brilliant, brilliant person slick rick uh co-host on the show because it sets up our next clip i wanted to make sure we got to this this came from the hearing yesterday with uh merrick garland up on the uh up on the uh hill with the house members this is uh representative troy nels who uh <laughs> Let's just face it. This guy was this guy was making sure that nobody was going to be claiming his time. Uh, cut number three, Aaron. Go, <laughs> Mr. Garland. It's clear Joe Biden wanted choke and fired so he would stop looking into Burisma, where Hunter was on the board. Would you agree? All right. Let's let the American people decide. Play the clip. Play the clip. Roll it. Remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from Pay attention, uh, sir, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the <laughs> state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Mr. Attorney General, what you just saw, there was Joe Biden in his arrogance and role as the vice president in this country saying, if you don't fire Shokin, the United States isn't given the $1 billion loan. Why would Joe Biden say that as the vice president? Why would he say such a thing? Was it policy? Was it our policy at the time? Yes or no? It wasn't. I have documents here. <laughs> Interagency policy <laughs> committee dated a point of information. 15, is the gentleman ever going to let the I'm on my time pipe down. <laughs> saying Shokin had made significant reforms. He's made significant reforms. <laughs> Shokin did. Matter of fact, John Kerry says he was impressive. And you know, within a few months after Shokin was fired, they appoint a prosecutor that said, we're not going to look in the Burisma anymore. Cancel that. Forget it. We're not looking in the Burisma. Boom. Here comes the million dollars. 
Joe Biden threatened the Ukrainian president and the prime minister. Everybody can see it. The fire shoken or the United States won't give the billion dollars. If that is not quid pro quo, sir, what is? I will tell you what it is. And America agrees with me. It's bribery and it's impeachable. Are you going to do something about it? I bet you not. And that's why you, sir, <laughs> also need to be impeached. Back. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> what a clown slap! That, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that was, you know what? And that's the way this this clown shoe needs to be treated, right? Because because yeah. Garland is is nothing. He's just he's just another. He's just like Joe Biden, just in a different puppet skin, really. <laughs> yeah, but he's a calculating demon. <laughs> But again, he's still he's not really in charge of anything. People are telling him what to do yeah. like they're telling Joe Biden what to do. He knows he's not in charge. We all know who's in charge. Right? I do. I do. <laughs> How about you, David? You know, Obama. I didn't notice Obama. this. I, th- I heard this from Jesse Kelly. If you watch it, at one point, Merrick Garland grabs his water bottle with two hands because he's either flummoxed or he's angry but he's got (laughs) (laughs) either that or maybe he's come across some uh some some school books that he's he's been uh reading i don't know um yeah but i i just thought we needed to uh we needed to air that because yeah (laughs) that guy that guy killed it Killed it. <laughs> pipe down. Pipe down. He, t- he tells Jerry Nadler, who filled his pants yeah. in, 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 in front of reporters, uh, in front of a stand, in, on a microphone where he turned it in his pants and he had a waddle off stage yeah. to pipe down. You can't get better than that. This is the best TV I've ever seen is Nadler dropping a crab did cake it without, in his trousers. Oh, man. Yeah. That almost destroyed the show. And he did it without skipping a beat. Yeah. He was just like, pipe down. He's probably used to it. <laughs> And, and you know what was great, too, is that Nels knew he was just going to sit there and try and pontificate some non-answer. So he just kind of, as soon as the first syllable came out of his mouth, he just cut him off. Be like, we know what the answer is. Yeah. And just kept plowing over him. I He's hate right. syllable. I hate her. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo to you, uh, Representative Troy Nels. Uh, I don't know what state you're from, but it's got to be a good one. So thank you for, for what you do. Kevin, real quick, where yes. can people find you? People can find me every Monday through Friday, 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at linewsradio.com, where I crush the commies, I mock the Marxists, and I punish the pedos. And check him out also, pjmedia.com, PJ where Media. he writes for <laughs> pjmedia.com. <laughs> so, so make sure you uh, you do that. Thank you for joining us Thank tonight you. on a Thursday night. Of course, as always, we uh, salute you, our military active and retired, our first responders, EMTs, firefighters, police, everybody working the front lines, the truck drivers, the nurses, you name it, everybody working hard for us. We thank you. We thank everybody on the show. Slick Rick, Kevin Downey Jr., David Zier, Aaron and Fran in the booth, and you guys at home, and of course, everybody in the Getter Chat. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow night. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Peace.